Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode 70, where we are talking about how to verify your process flow diagram. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, for those of us, uh, for those of you who are joining us live on the Proofing Box, thank you so very much for getting up. We are going to have a great episode today. Today we were talking about verifying your process flow diagram. And funnily enough, I did this with a client just yesterday. So I'm going to talk about what that experience looks like and how it can be no big deal. <laughs> um, but I want to... Um, I want to start by, first of all, welcoming everybody and join us on the Proofing Box if you are not already there. And if you know somebody, a veteran, my friends, I have a special offer out there for veterans because as y'all know, I am a veteran. I have a special offer out there for veterans and you can come into my membership program, the Power Group, for a price of pay what you think it is worth. Uh, and that is pretty bold and people have told me I'm crazy, but you know what? Here's the deal is that my clients are not the source of my security. Yes, I work because the money supports my family and I provide abundantly for my family but I provide abundantly for my clients. I provide abundantly for my stakeholders, right? And I can charge veterans a pay what you think it's worth policy because first of all, I wanna prove that everybody thinks that it's the paperwork that's standing in between them and realizing their dreams and I promise you it's not the paperwork. I have literally given away the paperwork and p people still won't do the work. Like this happens in my business like every single day. And that is a problem with your brain and your thoughts getting in the way, all right? And so every I truly believe everybody has the money to do this. People choose where to put their money and choose whether or not to bring the abundance that I bring to my clients into their life. And that choice is one that we all get to make, right? I get to make that with my money and things like that. But I get to do this, like pay what you think it's worth because I know just how much it's worth. And I know that other people recognize that. And the truth of the matter is, is that everybody pays what they think it's worth. And they either make the determination that I know what my programs are worth and I do, and they agree to pay me that, or in this case, I'm telling them, I'm telling veterans, you know what? You decide what you think it's worth and pay me that and do the work and show up and let's build businesses together because I am going to help my clients. I'm going to help 10 clients build million dollar profitable, really profitable food businesses 
10 clients over the next 10 years. So if you want to be part of that, DM me. Find I'm super easy to find. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can um, go to sfbdi.com slash work with us. You can come into the proofing box on Facebook. I am pretty easy to find. All right. So that's what, uh, so that's the veterans offer and a couple of uh, answering a couple of questions about that because people have looked at me like I'm really, really strange, which I'm not all that unfamiliar with. Next is uh, we are having office hours as per usual at the end of this video. And I am going to be talking about the pandemic, um, pandemic coronavirus. And I'm going to be going over what coronaviruses are. I am probably going to do that. Also, like we're going to do a podcast extra. So you'll still hear that. But I'm going to do it as office hours at the end of this podcast. So I would like to acknowledge and raise my cup of coffee to everybody uh, for coming and joining us uh, or watching this video replay or joining us on your podcast feed. Thanks for taking the time to do this. This stuff is really important. How you do one thing is really how you do everything. And so what I want to start with is what we always start with is committing to creating results. And like a verified process flow diagram, folks, this is not complicated. You either have a verified process flow diagram or you don't have a verified process flow diagram. I, I, you know, like that's you, you either do what you're supposed to or you don't, right? <laughs> so let me help you with that, my friends. If you know that you're supposed to be doing it and you've never had any, or you haven't had anybody sign off on it, for more than a year or you haven't pulled out your process flow diagram, you assume you just do things the way that you've always done them. And a couple of podcasts ago, when we went over step four, I talked about the process of process flow diagramming, which is also really quite simple, but you have to update your process flow diagram anytime anything changes. You get a new piece of equipment, you update your process flow diagram. You know, I have uh, the client I was with yesterday, they have been essentially installing new equipment for a year um, and because they, they got one line installed and then they decided to go to 12 months a year of production. It's a fishery, so we don't always do 12 months a year of production. And um, they have been updating. Every time I go into them, we look at the process flow diagram and we see, is this accurate? Is this correct? We look at the hazard analysis. Is this accurate? Is this correct? Is this what the fisheries hazard guide wants us to say? <laughs> okay, we're doing that work actually all the time. And it just reinforces the idea that this is not something static and sits on a shelf. Like you do it once and it's over. It's like finding the true north of your business. So in, in the uh, membership group, in the power group this month, we are working on leader standard work and the true north of your business. And I have to tell you, the true north of my business is, I don't want to say it's constantly evolving, but I'm constantly refining the message, right? I'm constantly, I mean, I, I work on this, like, I, as I've told you all, I work on this two hours a day. And people are like, oh my God, guys, my brain is my biggest asset. Your brain is your biggest asset. Why, why would I, why would I waste that? It's so much more fun so much more fun to go through life with a managed mind. I'm like, not even funny. So 
When we talk about assets, you know, I always talk about your brain as your biggest asset in your company, and it totally is, whether it's your brain or your employees' brains. But when we look at process flow diagramming, it is both a product of your business. Process flow diagramming and a verified process flow diagram is a product of the HACCP process. And your HACCP plan is a product of your food safety planning. And your food safety planning is a product of your managing your mind to meet what the marketplace expects of your company. I was talking with a software as sales company yesterday and they wanted me to come on and advertise and they're like if you work with whole foods you have to um follow, you know like join our system because they and then we verify and you're much more likely to get picked up by whole foods or thrive market or cvs or any of these like gigantor chains if that's your gig uh if you use this system okay great okay and they're expanding and they want they want to have like uh, compliance experts pay them a member like pay them a yearly fee to have their logo and their blurb on the system so that when somebody who enrolls in the software wants compliance help, they'll um, be able they'll just like click and you know like find a find a food safety expert, right? because it's always that easy. And, but the problem but the problem is is that they were not as part of their verification requiring food safety that I know all like I know people at Thrive and CVS and 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 Whole Foods and things like that. I know the process. I've gotten people into those systems and I know what they require and I know what the distributors require. And it's SQF like, I don't, I, I mean, I hate to like be Debbie Downer and I, and I love local food and I'm truly dedicated to bringing local food to the masses. But the truth of the matter is, is you need audited food safety plans. And part of your audited food safety plan is a process flow diagram. But to get there, you've got to manage your mind and you've got to understand what your minimum viable product is. Go back to the podcast episode where we talk about minimum viable product. All right. And it's the idea that it's your food doesn't solve anybody's problem. Your food is necessary, but not sufficient to make you successful in the marketplace. You have got to meet government regulations, FISMA, writing a USDA HACCP plan, writing a fisheries HACCP plan, doing foreign supplier verification, gaps, GMPs, all of that sort of stuff. And you got to meet market expectations on top of that. Like if you think about this software company, they did not meet the market expectation. My expectation, if they want me to pay them money, is that their, their minimum viable product includes required food safety documentation. Because I've been doing this for a long time and I know that unless documentation is literally required, and by the way, it is literally required for Whole Foods, if it's not required by the software and it's not something you have to check off, uh, won't get done. I promise. I promise. I did this in the cannabis industry and nobody uploaded documentation. Like we had this whole verification system. Nobody uploaded. We did it for like a year. It was, it was a colossal failure. I mean, it was a learning failure and I don't, you know, begrudge the failure at all, but it was a fail. It was a fail because unless it's required, people won't do it. And that's totally human nature. But verified process flow diagrams are required under Codex HACCP, which is what you need to get a GFSI audit, which of which 
SQF is one, obviously. Uh, it's required under USDA. All right, so if you're doing meat and poultry processing, you are required to have a process flow diagram. Okay, uh, under fisheries, you are not required to have a process flow diagram, but I don't really understand how you do a hazard analysis and create a HACCP plan without it. And under FSMA, you are required to have a process flow diagram. Okay, so, and what's really, why I'm really doing this is because a process flow diagram allows you to go through the entire proofing box methodology so that you can manage your mind. You know what result you have to create. You have to create a verified process flow diagram. And what, and so as an explanation, that is a literally a piece of paper that has a flow diagram on it usually figure it step by step, receive stuff, store stuff, like we did in the other podcast, with the critical control points of your process highlighted. So the person who's verifying it knows what to look for. And that's, so that's the result that you are trying to create. That is the product that you are going to try and create in your business. It is an asset in your business. A verified process flow diagram is an asset in your business but you've got to manage your mind to get there, okay? And I totally get that that's super difficult and that's a lot of what we're gonna be talking about on this podcast. And then once we've managed our mind, then we always go to um, what the actual process is because everybody says, what's the how? And don't worry, I will give you the how, but I can, like I said, I can give you the how, I can give you the pieces of paper. Unless you manage your mind, you're never gonna do it. So we always start with the result and the result is we are going to have a verified process flow diagram where you really understand the how, like the how is actually accurate. So we've got the how of how you make your food and then we've got the how of how you make your process flow diagram. I know it's super meta, but stick with me here, okay? You may have a process flow diagram and you may even think that you stick with it, right? And for the most part, you probably do, but you have to stick with it like a hundred percent. And you don't know unless you actually do this verification process fairly frequently, <laughs> okay? And so to many of you, this is really gonna seem like a waste of time. Uh, why would I verify what I'm doing when I just wanna like get out and do it? But think about it. That's like saying, I'm late for this appointment and I don't know where I'm going and I don't have time to put uh, the uh, address in Google Maps. Like, think about that. That makes no sense, right? <laughs> that makes no sense at all. You would never say that. And verifying your process flow diagram seems like just one of those more, one of the more of one of those things that you have to do. It's another hoop to jump through, but I want to ask you, when you think that, this is just another thing I have to do, how does that thought make you feel? Uh, it feels terrible. It feels really burdened. Uh, and as we know from our think, feel, act cycle, where thoughts trigger feelings and feelings trigger actions, when you feel terrible and burdened, how do you act? Uh, you're never gonna do the work. You're gonna do, you're gonna go onto Instagram. You're gonna watch Netflix. You're gonna like, I don't know, have other customers. You're gonna go like, go out into the universe and say, hey, how can I get into Whole Foods or get into this next, you know, client? 
without actually having done uh, the work of your minimum viable process, right? You're gonna figure out lots and lots and lots of drama so you don't actually have to do the work. Um, all right, and that's what our brains do because our brains crave the certainty that drama provides because we know when we're arguing or when we're getting into getting into it on Facebook, which might have happened to a person or two this week, it's been quite the news week, um, that it, all of that gives us a hit of dopamine in our brains. I promise you writing a verified process flow diagram or verifying your process flow diagram is a very subtle joy. And maybe it's time to get used to subtle joys in our life and just knowing that we get our shit done. <laughs> That's a joy, I promise you, as somebody who gets her shit done. <laughs> so when we think about this, the point is not for me to beat you up, okay? And I know people are afraid of me and like, that's their own thoughts, I get it. And I'm out here to like, and I do the podcast to like depict me as a real human being. And I really have so much compassion for people who are caught in feeling terrible and acting outside their own best interests which is why I have the questioning tools, water, strive, and light. These are all acronyms that we use to question our own minds. So, so let's, let's step into a place of integrity and acceptance and compassion for ourselves. And I want you to think about the water acronym, okay? So we, I start with the water acronym. Guys, I live two miles from the coast. <laughs> and I live two miles from the coast for a reason, and it's because I love the ocean and I love looking at the water. I use water and light as a, as a way to question my mind because I am deeply entranced by how water and light interact, um, especially on an ocean or a lake or moving water, things like that, okay? So what do you want out of your process flow diagramming? And why, like, what, what do you want out of your process flow diagramming? I don't think many people have really thought about that. I think you do your process flow diagramming because I assign it to you as homework in the classes and you have to. Um, I think you do it because like you were told it was part of doing HACCP planning and you're doing it, but like, why do you want it? Um, and then the question is the A in water, so the W is want, uh, the A in water is how do you act out of that want? When you want something and you think you want something because somebody else told you to do it, that's never it. Like do the five whys exercise. Why do you want, why do you want a process flow diagram? Because somebody told me to do it. Well, why are you doing what somebody told you to do? Like you just keep asking why. And that gets us to the T in water, which is it true? Is that want true? Or are there more deep wants that you can identify? Or is there a deeper why that you can identify? Why are you doing what the USDA asked you to do? Because you have to get a USDA grant of inspection. Why do you want a USDA grant of inspection? Because my customers require it. Why do you care whether or not your customers require it? Because I want to go out and serve the people I'm meant to serve, uh, right? I mean, that's like, I'm out there serving the people I'm meant to serve because I deeply believe that I am the conduit to abundance in their life. If y'all listen to me and apply the tools that I teach you, 
it ha these tools, like I use them in my own life. Like my head was a mess this morning when I came in from shoveling. Like my kids watched me shovel. And if you ever really want to piss me off, watch me work and don't do any work. Okay. So I got inside and my brain was a mess and I've been up since quarter to six and I was out shoveling by six o'clock. Right. And my kids watching me work is one of the things that just drives me from zero to 10, like 60 in, in like under a minute and a half. And it's, um, and it's all my thoughts. It's all my thoughts. I have this idea that my kids should come out and help me shovel. And my kids have an idea that they should read and eat breakfast. So, you know, it's all our thoughts, right? But when you get to a why and you get to a thought that you really believe, like I provide abundance for my clients, I provide abundance for my family, I believe that thought and that thought feels really, really, really good. And then the E in water is evidence. What evidence am I building in my head? Well, I can build evidence while I'm out shoveling that my kids are lazy, or I can build evidence that they are, you know, they have, a, I mean, our, our uh, school bus stop is a third of a mile away. I have one of the longer walks of anybody I know because the school buses now all stop every 20 feet. Um, but we have a really long driveway because we live back in the woods. So, you know, like we can all build evidence. So the question is around your process flow diagramming, when you think about what you want, what evidence are you building? If you're coming from, I'm doing this because the USDA is telling me to, or I have to pass my SQF audit, right? You're building evidence. It's a waste of time. That also feels terrible. Uh, like you're never going to come from, you're not going to be able to come from a positive space around this. If you're all in this, like I'm just doing this because I have to, because that doing this because you have to feels terrible. Okay. And then the R in water is what results around your process flow diagram do you have now? Do you even have one? Do you have a verified process flow diagram? Because whatever results you have right now, it's because of your thoughts around the process flow diagramming process and the verification process. Now, maybe you don't know how to verify process flow diagram. I promise that's going to be the very shortest portion of this podcast, <laughs> okay? Because the how, once you manage your mind, the how is super easy, all right? And so now that you, now that you have your five whys, do the exercise, like write this stuff down, not if you're driving, write down your five whys about why you think having a process flow diagram is super important, all right? And get to a why that you believe and just believe it, all right? And know that sometimes you're gonna argue against it and nothing is going wrong, okay? Half the time we don't feel all that good about our food safety planning process and nothing is going on. Nothing's wrong, right? It just is. And we put that aside and we show up to food safety planning anyway, knowing that it's not always gonna feel like that, okay? so. With our minds managed, let us move to how you actually verify the process flow diagram. Okay, so verifying the process flow diagram is actually fairly easy. The first thing that you do is you make sure you have a documented process flow diagram. It, it is a, on a printed piece of paper, okay? Please don't bring your computers back into your, um, into your production room because they're gross and dirty and you should see the things we swab off of computers and phones, my friends, okay? So, uh, so bring, your, bring a piece of paper and a pen, okay? I just went into a very high risk, ready to eat seafood, 
cooked processing and I had a piece of paper and a pen. Okay. So totally possible. So then what you got to do, you got to take your printout and you got to find somebody who did not make your process flow diagram. All right. Now my recommendation for somebody is you can always hire me to do it. Yes. Um, or go find like your accountant, find somebody who's familiar enough with the language of your business or familiar enough with the basics of food manufacturing that you're not trying to explain what emulsification is, what making your batter is, what like just like find somebody who's familiar enough with with food processing to do um, to do the verification. And then what you're going to do is you're going to hand them the piece of paper. You are going to send them to the shipping dock, all right, or wherever you do your receiving and have them look at how you actually receive stuff. Do you follow the SOP that's written there? Do you actually do the step of receive stuff, store stuff? Now, most of you do that step. That's not where the complication lies, I promise. All right. But the question is, is everything going the way the process flow diagram is written out. If you have receive meat, receive uh, allergens, receive dry goods, what like are is everything coming in coming in in a way that makes sense with your process flow diagram? All right. Then what you're going to do is you're going to have them follow your um, follow your process flow diagram to storage right? Storage, pretty obvious. All right. And we're not actually auditing storage around, you know, are your allergens above or below or doing any of that sort of stuff. This is just process flow diagramming. Did the stuff go from the warehouse to storage or did it go or from the loading dock to storage or did it go directly from the loading dock to processing? Because you have to know that because you'll have to add an extra arrow. It's no big deal. You just have to add an extra arrow that goes receiving processing, not receiving storing processing, right? You only figure that out by having somebody stand there and look and ask those kinds of questions, right? Then from storage, you go out onto your processing floor. And then here is where you kind of just have to walk. You just got to walk it and say, okay, stuff comes in here. It goes here. It goes here. So yesterday I was at one of my clients and uh, they process crustaceans and we were walking the line because they had just started up a new processing line and we were we were on one side of the line and they have a work in process. Um, so they, they, um, they save off bags of product for reprocessing because to, to kind of smooth out inventory and things like that, give people something to do <laughs> sometimes. Uh, and they, the way their process flow diagram was set is that everything came through the tunnel freezer and then it was bagged and sent into storage but the way the pro and then it would come back to get scored and glazed and rebagged so that it could be sold but the um but what was actually on the process flow diagram when this when the bags of stuff that was work in process the way they had it written is it went back through the tunnel freezer but it doesn't have to go back through the tunnel freezer, right? And I know that's super subtle and that's not a big deal, but it was one arrow that was wrong. And the problem is, is that on an, on an audit, if you don't do what your process flow diagram says, that's a finding on your audit. And we use process flow diagrams to train people. And so if your process flow diagram isn't accurate and somebody takes a product that's already frozen, 
and runs it back through the tunnel freezer, that's a waste of time, talent, energy, motion. Like, it's, it's, it's a production waste, right? You can all see that. And we would never have caught it unless we actually walked the process. That's all. That's all. And the only fix to that is like moving the arrow on the document, right? And we can all do that. You know how to manipulate your Microsoft Word or Google products well enough to move your arrow, right? And so that's, I mean, like literally that was it. We walked onto the processing floor and we looked at it and we fixed a few things. Um, and then I signed off on it. Like, that's all, really, that's really, really, really all. And um, what I wanna emphasize is, is that when something is not flowing, it is something is not in agreement between the piece of paper and the actual process flow, if there's nothing wrong with your process flow, change the piece of paper. We always change pieces of paper before we change the actions of human beings because it's way easier, <laughs> okay? So that's really how you do it. And then I, wanna, I also wanna tell you that anytime something changes with your production process, you actually have to go and re-verify your whole HACCP, your hazard analysis, as well as your process flow diagram. And you've gotta come in and you've gotta re-verify the process diagram. Okay. So that's what we got for the podcast today. Thank you so much for spending the time. Go make sure those process flow diagrams are written and go get somebody to verify them. All right. Everybody have a day full of awesome and you're amazing. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to join us in the Proofing Box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.